0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hey y'all, if you're a chatty little bitch like me and you think that you also could make a podcast and you're narcissistic and think that, you know what, I think people actually would want to hear me talk. Yeah. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And I'm like Libra through and motherfucking through. But now I just found out I'm a Libra sun, a Virgo moon, and a Scorpio rising. Aren't Scorpios like dark? That makes sense. Okay, so today's episode is embarrassing sex stories, which I already feel like I have like an embarrassing vibe going on right now because my husband is home and downstairs. And usually I record these when my child is at school. So I'm home alone. I can just like radiate my foul mouth throughout the home and not think too much about it. So I feel a little like uh, pit in my stomach E. Uh, but that's okay. we're gonna get over it. So honestly, I don't feel like I have to hype any of this up. I can just like dive right on in because these stories will tell um speak for themselves. They will shine like the little stars they are in my memory. Um, and I will say that when I mean the word embarrassing, I mean like. Embarrassing could be for me, which I think most of these stories would be. It could be for him, which I think those will be pretty obvious, or they could just be like an embarrassing situation altogether. Do you ever get stoned and suddenly realize like something is not comfortable? Like, for instance, I just realized my necklace weighed 500 fucking pounds and was like choking me to death. I immediately needed to get it off and like my neck was like red and hurting after and I'm like would I feel like this if I wasn't stoned? I don't know the answer to that. I'm leaning more towards I probably would have just kept it on. Okay diving right on in our first story is losing my virginity so I have um a cup, I mean several stories. So I don't want to like go too in depth because I definitely could. Let's go through this one relatively quickly and I was 17, which um I've said that in one of the previous episodes. So I was like definitely I feel like was that that was late to the game. I mean all of my friends had lost their virginity. Like I so <laughs> this is kind of how it happened. <laughs> I was sick of feeling like a prude little undesired bitch, okay? And I was like, I've got to get fucked. Like, I can't keep going on with my hymen. (laughs) I can't can't do it. (laughs) So, basically, here's the story. I went to church camp. Come back, my best friend lost her V-card and, like, I had a little bit of a crush on this guy. He was, like, one of my best friends. And she didn't know that. And so she had no idea. So she wasn't violating girl code. And then, long story short, I ended up having sex with that guy, like, way later. And she didn't talk to me for, like, four months. We rekindled, but that's a story for another time. Anywho, so I find out she loses her virginity. And I'm like, God damn it. She, like, she with me were the last one standing. Like, besides the band nerds, like the girls in theater, you know, the people saving it, like wearing their fucking Jonas Brothers purity rings. Like I wasn't, I didn't want, I, at one point I did have a purity ring for like a year of my life. And then I threw that bitch far away, far away. I just like got caught. I saw my cousins get purity rings. I'm like, I fucking want a piece of jewelry. Anyway, so here I am last bitch with her hymen intact. And I'm like, I need to lose this thing. Okay. No one likes me. No one wants to date me. I'm just here. I'm just existing, taking up space. I need to get to fucking. Okay. <laughs> this was my logic. And so you think this would have been easy, right? Like perfect she's easy like let her go but you know what I like really needed to do this with a very hot person I thought like clearly I didn't have time to like get in a relationship and like do all that because no one wanted to date me but um I like I wonder I just like want to hug that girl it's okay it's okay um you'll peak way later okay sweetie I haven't even peaked yet so I have a guy in mind okay so I have the guy in mind not gonna say his name let's call him Sam let's call him Sam I've never fucked a Sam so I don't think um I don't know I don't think so so Sam so Sam I don't even know fucking Sam I don't even know him all I know is that my one of my best friends was dating his best friend and like I thought he was super hot and so that's a great let's do that so I was like texting him and like he said I could come over and I'm like okay cool I'm just gonna go to his house and I'm just gonna like give it all away like I'm just gonna go in ready to do the deed he does not have to work for it here we go so I go over to his house I still remember driving down 242 if you're from Texas Houston you'll know what I'm talking about I'm and I'm like oh god oh, here I go. I'm going to lose my virginity. about to have sex. I'm about to say that, yes, I have sexed in my life. So I go there. And anyways, I probably, like, I don't remember much. I think I probably was traumatizing. So I like repressed it and I've like blacked it out due to humiliation. (laughs) (laughs) But here's what I do remember. I remember that like the kissing you know like it progressed and I'm like you have the green light sir and I think when he found out I was a virgin that was like not a turn on at that point <laughs> it was like oh shit and then it just like wasn't working if you know what I mean it was like the wiener had hit the brick wall and I I mean I was a tampon user I know it's getting really TMI right now but well, I mean what else is the show So, it wasn't working, and, I mean, like, I don't, all I know is that what happened didn't feel good, okay, and I don't think he was super well endowed looking back, thinking about it, um, but, you know, and you would think that the first one you saw, you'd be like, holy shit, that's huge, and I, and, I mean, this wasn't the first one I saw, this was the first one entering the cave, but, not a cave, let's not call it a cave, um, the holy cave with a rock in front of it. I don't know. I just wasn't like, oh, that's about to go on my vagina. That that thought didn't happen. But it wasn't a good experience. And then the embarrassing part is not that because like that happens, was that like he denied my, like he when I went home to my friend, like so his best friend, dating my best friend and I was like I lost my virginity like it's broken my panties had blood in them like the hymen isn't there no that wasn't enjoyable and like I get it like god now it's like I'm I'm embarrassed speaking of it I get how like you wouldn't like call that intercourse or like having good sex you would call that like breaking my hymen (laughs) like having performing a um a procedure on me or something But I told her, I was like, I lost it, lost it, not a virgin, and she was like, that's not what my boyfriend said Sam said. Sam said it like just like didn't happen like that, and I'm like, oh, okay, so he's making me look like a fucking liar, and I'm telling the whole world that I bled all over my panties, and he's denying it? This is actually the first time I'm ever retelling this story, so the feelings that are coming up. are unique, you know, um, a little bit of secondhand embarrassment, um, watching my younger self, um, tell people that I lost my virginity, and then, you know, loose lips Jordan was like, yeah, it was Sam, Sam, I lost it to Sam, and Sam was like, don't know her, so if Sam ever happens to listen to this podcast, he'll know who he is, um, And I I doubt he will, but if that ever happened, um, go fuck yourself because you took a part of me, my hymen, that I could never, ever get back and then denied that, that plummeting of, in hindsight, now seems like a subtle tap. But back then, that day, a plummeting. Is plummeting a word? I don't know. Story number two. We're gonna have to go quicker. We're gonna have to go quicker. This one's um a easy because it's just an embarrassing story. I can't really go that deep into it. It is highly funny, but um, one time my first love, my first boyfriend, who you know, grand old time, total freak, like. obviously the person who also like fucked my life up forever yeah that's the first love um and not forever you don't hold any power over me anymore but um no he definitely fucked up my view of men as you know most first loves do and is a total narcissistic disgusto who stuck his big giant wing in every girl in the woodlands texas so hmm Wonder what's happening. Glad I got it first. I'm sure there's an STD, a brew, and a by now. Okay. So one time I went pee and then I came back and then we started hooking up and he went to eat me out and <laughs> and he gets he rises up from <laughs> the beginning process of eating me out and, and <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Okay he pulled his head up, and he had toilet paper, <laughs> like, little pieces of toilet paper on his mouth, and I'm having trouble getting words out because I'm, I can still see the visual of his face, and the wince, <laughs> the wince of what the fuck is on my mouth, And me, me just dying, melting, melting into the comforter, wanting to die right then and there. Life didn't need to go on. It could end right there because I knew that that was my toilet paper. So I had to regain myself there. So that was story number two. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's do another one one time I was at a party and this um I met some guy I have no idea his name we were in high school he went to a different high school very very cute I must remember what he looks like kind of um all I know is that he was like fingering me and then he would like take It was like dark in the room. I. We were drunk, and uh, he. We didn't have sex. He was just like really go into finger pound town, and then uh, I don't. I didn't know why he didn't just have sex with me. I think I was a little confused, but then I remember I woke up, and it looked like someone had been murdered. (laughs) Murdered. On that bed, and there was like handprints of like, like psycho handprints, like blood everywhere. So clearly, I had started my period on this gentleman's hand. That, or he like broke something, and there at the moment. So I probably should have saved that story for last because every man has now left, and that is seventy percent of my listeners currently. So that's unfortunate. But hey, maybe we're weeding out the ones that can't handle it. Okay, next story. So this one, I was 23. I lived in Nashville, a.k.a. Nash Vegas, Um, downtown, bumpin' spot, dude, bumpin' spot, Um, next to all the best bars, near Broadway, near it all, near um, all wonderful music. I mean, it was um, a crazy, crazy year of my life so long story short there was this guy let's call him Paul okay we'll call him Paul he and I were like friends on Facebook and because I had known him when I lived in San Antonio and then he lived in Nashville now too and that's like it was like really weird like what the hell how are we both here and um, so then we went out to a bar and I was attracted to him I mean <laughs> I am attracted to Every single person I've had sex with, I was obviously attracted to at some point in the game, um, but I i don't think I went into hanging out with him knowing that I was going to hook up with him, maybe a little bit, I don't know. Anyway, so the night went on, and that's how it went down, and he ended up coming back to my apartment because I lived downtown, and um, I remember, ugh, I'm like getting disgusted thinking about it, ugh. ugh so I just remember like the whole it was just like like just like it was just too much on top of. I know I'm like you're not seeing what's in my head but I'm imagining me feeling suffocated like maybe if he fell on me and had a heart attack like I would actually die right here and that made me sound like Um, that made it sound like he's morbidly obese and he wasn't he was just like a way bigger guy than me and um I think it looked one way in clothes and then it didn't when they came off and I was a little upset I'm just a little disappointed not upset he must have been wearing the guy version of Spanx or like like, you know, like, those stocky guys, like, those bigger stocky country boys, and it's, like, it could be, like, ripped under there, or it could be a beer belly that's, like, now square, you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's what it was, and I'm not hating on it. I just, like, thought that he was gonna have a heart attack, because he had done quite a bit of cocaine that evening, and as did I, and... I was 23, I don't do that anymore. I'm just gonna preface that. I don't do that anymore. It's been a long, long, long time, unfortunately. Just kidding. Yeah, long time. But no, I thought like this, I was, I remember having that thought. I remember being like, holy fuck, I'm gonna get smothered. Like I, there was a couple of times where I was like, I can't breathe and he's sweating so much. Like I feel like I just ran a marathon and you've been putting in the work right now. And I, it just, it was not fun because I didn't like that. And then the worst part was after that, um, something that he seemed to enjoy very well that I did not, uh, enjoy as much as him. I let him sleep there and, (laughs) I think he might like, maybe because he gave me a Xanax or something, I don't know why, because normally that is not my thing, and, like, uh, i ugh, never again, this is why you don't let them fucking sleep over, um, good thing I'm married now, I wake up, and I wake up, like, I'm, I'm obviously asleep, laying on my side, facing one wall, or something, and, He's behind me like a grizzly bear and reaches his arm over with his phone in his hand and has porn on and he's like trying to wake me up, banging me to the porn he was watching while I was like sleeping nicely, you know? So right away, I'm out of morning... That irritated the shit out of me because I'm like, first of all, I am sober right now. I don't like you at all. Get the fuck away from me. Like I... I regret it, okay, get away, so my body responses were not, were like, uh, (laughs) no, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not grinding my butt up against you, I'm I'm inching forward, like, I'm in, I'm inching to the edge of the bed, giving a sign of not feeling it, I even pushed his arm, like, uh, you can watch that and finish that by yourself, I'll, I'll leave, if you want me to leave, I'll go out, and that's saying something, because I was comfortable in bed in my own home anywho totally was like a downtown apartment I was poor um it was like $900 a month I waited tables at J. Alexander's West End um so it was like a bedroom a bathroom a kitchen and the kitchen and like the living room were one thing you know like one big thing with an island and whatever so he then um I don't know what he did I don't even care what he did I don't even finished himself whatever He goes in to the living room and sits on my couch and turns on my TV. And I was like, "Oh my God, this guy wants to like fucking hang out with me. He wants to hang out with me right now." He's like, "We should make some breakfast." And I'm like, "Make some? You didn't even offer to buy me breakfast. You're asking me to make you breakfast." And so I was like, "How should I do?" I was like, "I got to run errands. I got things to do." Uh, but yeah, thanks for staying over. Nice to see you. And like, that's a pretty strong hint. By the way, he's shirtless in his boxers. And it just like, wasn't the cutest thing I've ever seen. And, um, he goes, I kid you not, I'll wait here and be here when you get back. And that's when I had to be like, oh fuck, I'm going to have to be mean. I'm going to have to be mean. I'm going to have to be mean. And I don't want to be mean. And I did. I mean, I wasn't mean. I just said, Hey, nope, that's I, you can't be here while I'm in here. I don't want, I'm not comfortable with that, but I'll call you. I'll call you when I'm done. That's what I did. So I wasn't mean. And then I just never, ever fucking called him ever again. And then he Facebook messaged me and I I would like read it and like leave it on read. And then he would continue to do so. And then I would see him in public and he would not be embarrassed that I've like clearly been like, you know, ever since I saw your penis, I want nothing to do with you. And you're still pretending like I'm not grossed out. So men listening... If you see that a girl looks grossed out, like she's giving like the look where it's like her, like her eye, like, I mean, if she has Botox, maybe it's not moving heavily, but like the, like the scrunch, like the anger eyes and she's making like her mouth kind of open like a disgust, like a, like right before you gag kind of look, you either need to change your behavior because you're pissing her off, grossing her out, disappointing her, disgusting her. And if that, if you're not doing something that's doing that to her and you are just acting like that and like acting normal yourself and she's looking at you like that then know that you are never going to get anywhere with her so time to move on to the next maybe even do some self-reflecting on what is it that gets this common scowl and I will say that it had nothing to do with his penis so it was just his whole vibe it just, the energy, we weren't compatible. That's all. We weren't compatible. Okay, last two. I got two more. And these next two are with my husband. So, I don't think he would mind, though, because they're not, it is, they're not embarrassing for him or me, really. I mean, one of them was embarrassing for us. Okay, we were both embarrassed. Um, and that one was uh, at his job at his job at his place of work um we I can't we I I took him to work or something like I came during his lunch break and we were in the parking garage and this was when he like it was a old location like this is not where he works anymore um and, uh, we, we were parked, he came in my car, and, like, when I, we talked, and then I was like, let me, let's try, let us me get it in real quick, and so he was sitting in the passenger seat and, like, slipped his pants down, and then I sat, like, it was, like, reverse cowgirl, but we were sitting, okay, And I knew that like I definitely was like peer pressuring him to do this first of all because we were like really in a not hidden place right by the door, right where you walk in exactly in a very, very, not not a parking garage. It's a parking garage, but it's one level, one strip. There's 12 spots, okay? So (laughs) it's more like a overhang over a parking strip kind of thing. Both ends open, so kind of lit, you know, just not the most private Plus, he works there. <laughs> um, and right as that was occurring, you know, I'm like, you know, obviously I'm going up and down. Like, there's a motion. You know, we're clearly, I mean, the way I was sitting on him, all of it. And three lovely ladies walked out from lunch break to their car. And they were right. Like, I'm talking, like, I could roll the window down and high five one. <laughs> like, 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 right there. And I just, like, had to, like stop moving and pretend like I'm sitting on his lap, like Santa talking to him. Bye, daddy, have fun at work. I don't think I ever saw my husband blush until that moment, and that is true because I like, can't obviously go in there and work and uh, speak to them. Um, not that that, you know, I was like, why would you be embarrassed? It's me. Why that? Why would anything be embarrassing about that? But I think it was just kind of an awkward It was a little bit of an awkward moment because I think we were so close. Mm -hmm. And And I made actual eye contact. So I dropped my head and did melt for, you know, like I'm getting a little embarrassment thinking about it. But all in all, that's not that bad. Not that bad. I think the toilet paper one is by far the funniest of them all because... I mean, if I wish, I'm sure there are many more things that I've done that are, that are like an oop, uh, but I mean, we've all queefed, we've all been there and that isn't, you know, I I don't, I've never felt beautiful when it's happened. So, but you know what the thing is? It's like, it's y'all's fault, guys. It's, it's the men's fault that that happens because it's like you put us in a position or like you like went out and then, like, you took it all the way. You took it too far out and then kept putting it in. And, like, we're shoving air in me, like, pumping up a balloon. And I'm not a balloon. The air is going to come out of me. And that's a lesson on how to not shove air up her pussy. Because it doesn't feel good. That's another thing. It's actually very, very uncomfortable. And it's, like, it feels like a contraction almost. There's probably people listening, like, no, that is not what it is and that sounds serious you should probably go to the doctor (laughs) okay my last story is I mean it's only embarrassing telling it because it was like so we were so inconsiderate of anyone's feelings And I'm sure that's because we were intoxicated, but just like looking back and like putting myself in other people's shoes, like especially there was no children around, we were at an adult pool, but had there been like, oh my God, like thank God there was no children around, (gasps) that made me think of one more story with children around, God damn it. Okay, so let me tell them the Vegas one first really quick. Okay, so the non-children one, one time me and my husband were in the pool, I think at the Bellagio, or was it the Wynn? One of the two, we were in the pool. And there were other people, but he like had his back against the wall, and I was like straddling him on top, and we were like, like napping there, like chilling, had our buzz on, been drinking, hot sun, bikini, romantic getaway from the kids, you know, feeling ourselves and, you know, we started getting a little action on in the pool, just kind of like the dry humpage, you know. And then I was like, I can just like, you know, slip his um, leg, his bathing suit over and just like sit on him, you know. And, and I'm in the pool. <laughs> in the fucking pool. I know it sounds so bad telling it, but... That was my logic at the time that I could, and then, so I just like, was like, I just want him to be inside of me. I just want to be one person with my husband, okay? And I always say that. I'm like, I just want to like you to sleep inside of me. (laughs) Ew. And um, we were there. And then I feel like that is when maybe it became obvious that I maybe was slowly, slowly because I was thinking in my head like go re, like be really like ride with the wave of like the the water splashing up on the side of the wall like don't be obvious but you know when you're drunk sometimes you think you're being really smooth and you're not being really smooth I hope that wasn't the case but boy am I feel like after this story I'm just ugh, I'm really exposed to myself I really exposed my lack of consideration for others at that pool that day but I did feel some stares and so we moved it out I was like meet you in the bathroom so I got out went to we then he got out like he let himself calm down because then that would have been really embarrassing um and we went and we both went into the like one of those like shower bathrooms and finish it there and there was no one there there was actually actually there was there was we didn't know this there was a mechanic the bathroom it was the boys bathroom and like there were showers though um and there was a mechanic under the sink that had to have heard the entire whole thing and uh so interesting he finished his job though so i'm thinking like in the back of my head i was like oh i should tell that story next And, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, But I just feel like if I had somebody else's kids that's, like, a part of the story that, like, caught, caught, caught us kind of thing, it's just like, okay, I guess that's not that bad. Is that that bad. It's not like it was, like, on purpose or we're doing it in front of them or whatever. We were just not being smart because we were in the living room this is now this is me and my husband before we had kids before we were married we were had just started dating actually and uh we were being irresponsible and took an ambian to go to sleep but instead of going to sleep we decided to like go downstairs and like have the munchies and like be silly and we were staying with some family and so there was children that lived in this home we were at. And um, the dad of the children and the mom of the children, ev- everyone was awake. No one was asleep yet. And uh, again, we were being irresponsible. And we started making out. And one thing led to another. And we, they walked in on us. And when I say walked in on us, I should correct myself and say that they found us because he, Derek had slipped, Derek, we were making out, and I was, like, on the ground, like, we're, he was on top of me, and I remember him being like, just let me, just let And I was like, we're in the living room, and they're not all asleep yet. And And then I let him, and then I think we fell asleep, like, probably 120 seconds after that conversation (laughs) and so that we were found and they um they were not happy I do remember that um I know in my experience of taking Ambien that I usually don't remember much after (laughs) my experience of abusing Ambien (laughs) uh but I remember um them not being too pleased about that and having to make amends in regards to that and feeling guilty and a little bit like a piece of shit sometimes about that one. Because like I said, it was family, so it's a story that's remembered. But like all stories, like all embarrassing, funny stories, you just, they get funnier with time. You know, it wasn't that funny then. It's pretty fucking funny now thinking about it because (laughs) I'm just imagining like how... (laughs) how we looked because he just had his pants down so it's just like both of us asleep and and his little bum in the air I think that's the funniest vision ever so yeah those are those are my stories that's all I got I um I hope like one day maybe people could send in like really embarrassing stories or send in embarrassing questions or something that we could, I could answer. We can answer, me and my imaginary friend, me and my pin, but you know what, I am, me and my husband are going on a couples trip to Cancun in March, and I am gonna bring my microphone, and I am gonna talk to my funny, funny, funny friend together on here. That's not all the way till March, so that's not coming that soon, but it's something to look forward to. Next episode, we're gonna talk about the balancing act, being a horny housewife and being a mother, being a stay-at-home mother more specifically, and how we, um, how I attempt to keep my fucking sanity between the two, because they're definitely have polar opposite. Needs that must be 10 to. So that'll be an interesting topic. Everyone's like boring, but we'll see. Give me a chance. And then the following week, it will be everything orgasms, all orgasms his orgasm, your orgasm, together orgasms, solo orgasms, all of it. Until next time, my little horn dogs.